Welcome back guys. Sorry it has been a while. Life has gotten a little busy and work has gotten a little crazy. So unfortunately I haven't been able to get at this as much as I've wanted to. But today we are back. This episode is on my EDC carry weapons like I previously mentioned in my last podcast. Um, so I'm going to be going over a couple of the things that I carry usually on a daily basis. And, uh, and the reasons why I choose to carry them. Also, furthermore, with this episode, if I sound a little stuffed, a little nasally, it's not because I have COVID, thankfully. It's just because I have a horrible combination of immune system and Mother Nature's pollens wreaking havoc in my nasal cavity. So, without further ado, let's get to it. So when it comes to everyday carry for myself, uh, straight up, the what I like to carry is 9mm um, across the board. I, I have multiple calibers in handguns, and really when I've looked at the data, 9mm, there's nothing wrong with 9mm, and people can argue stopping power and all this and that. Uh, all day long, I don't really care. I'm pretty much set that 9mm is... A, was a really cheap round to practice with it's very controllable it has higher accuracy and it's great for beginners technically i'm not a beginner obviously but um these things make it really one of the best edc or uh, ccw rounds to carry uh and effectiveness wise anything from a 22 up to a 50 caliber is obviously effective in permanently disabling an enemy or a target um, it all just depends on shot placement and how many rounds you put there and stuff like that so really it's it's find find the caliber or the millimeter that works best for you that you can practice with and that you can be comfortable with and carry that this is not going to be a podcast telling you what you should or shouldn't carry this is just me explaining that I carry 9 millimeter these are a few of the reasons why and now I'm going to get into the specific guns that I carry. The first of the three EDC guns that I'm going to discuss is my smallest platform. So my smallest 9mm platform is my Glock 43. So this is a single stack, sub super sub compact 9mm platform. It has a 3.4 inch barrel. It is super easy to conceal. I could be wearing a tight-fitting t-shirt and shorts and have this in my waistband and no one would be the wiser. This is hands down the easiest 9mm I own to conceal. Now because it is so small, there are some cons to that. Um, one being a smaller platform, there's going to be less weight so it's a little bit snappier of a gun to shoot, a little bit harder to control if I'm really just wrapping rounds downrange. Uh, the other part of that is this is a being a 3.4 inch barrel. Um, it's below 
what we consider the best length for a nine millimeter platform. The best length would be anything four inches and above, and that is where you get your your uh, least amount of bullet drop over uh, said distance. And so because the barrel is so short, basically that means that the amount of powder that comes in a nine millimeter cartridge doesn't get to burn up all the way while it's in the, the, the barrel. And so the round will come out of the end of the barrel and the rest of the powder will just explode in the air. So it'll be a little bit louder because of that. Um, but the force applied to the round does not meet the full force that it could be applied because a lot of it is being released into the open air. So because of that, the bullet is going to drop faster and sooner than it would out of a four inch plus barrel. So that is something I have to keep in mind if I am going to be firing this at a target that the bullet will be dropping faster and it will be snappier. So these are just things I have to incorporate into my training with this uh, firearm. But again, like I said, it is a very small platform. It is very easy to conceal. And there's a lot of places I could hide this where uh, you would have no idea that I had it on me. My next platform is a G48 Glock. Now this came out in 2019 and I love it. This is probably my number one uh, CCW carry Glock. This is a four point, roughly two inch barrel. So you're above that minimum standard for best specifications on a nine millimeter round. So my bullet drop isn't as horrific as it is with the G43 and I can go out further distance. Now this, because I carry this more often, I have done some work to this. This is not as factory as the G43 was. Um, some of the things I have done is added a easier slide release. I have added an enhanced trigger and it's enhanced because it's a smoother pull. There's not as much grinding, which is pretty common with the regular factory Glock triggers. And it also has a faster reset. Now these things don't make it more enjoyable to kill somebody or, you know, it, make it some crazy, super fully automatic firearm. All these things do are allow me to put more accurate shots downrange a little quicker than it would with a factory trigger. Um, and that if, in, the, in the case where my life is in danger, that could be very important. Another thing I've done to this is I added a bullhorn. Now the bullhorn is going to help me if for some reason I have arterial blood on my hands. It can be very tricky to rack a slide that doesn't have something easy and good to grab onto because uh, arterial blood is like motor oil. It is very slippery, very greasy. It's very difficult to grab onto things with that on your hands. So that's just kind of an in-case type deal that I have on there as well. Um, and some grip changing and stuff like that. But this, I love this. This is a uh, single stack magazine. So compared to the 43, which is also single stack magazine, 43 carries normally uh, six rounds. Yep, six rounds. And I put a little extension on here so I could get my hand around it a little bit better. Uh, the 48 magazine is a 10 round magazine. Now, I just have the regular Glock magazines, but there's a company out there called Shield Arms that produces a metal version of this magazine. And because the metal is stronger and thinner, you can get 15 rounds versus the average 10 rounds because it semi-double stacks compared to the single stack of the 10. 
So this is obviously my favorite platform to carry. It's, it's also very easy to conceal. And I also have a double magazine offset holster that I can have on my left side. So it's two magazine, two extra magazines to carry. And then my firearm on my right side. Um, obviously not as easy to conceal as the 43, but still easier than like a 34, uh, which is a very big nine, nine millimeter. Next up for my most aggressive carry nine millimeter Glock is my, also one of my favorites, uh, G19. So this would have been considered the, uh, midsize platform for the longest time. Um, the G17 being the full frame nine millimeter platform, the G34 being the extended competition shooters platform, and then the G26 being the compact nine millimeter platform. The G26 was similar to the G43 in size, except it was wider. So it was a double stack magazine and uh, just a little bit heavier. So it wasn't as snappy and it i didn't find it really that comfortable um you still had to get a, to get a, a magazine extension if you wanted to wrap your hand around it properly um to get you know your pinky and sometimes your uh ring finger on there so the g19 is kind of considered the mid-level larger platform and i really like this if i can conceal it under say a coat or a sweatshirt or you know um, something a little more baggy. This is kind of my, this is my carry if I'm going into locations where I consider myself at higher risk um, for whatever reason that may be. Now, I've also done some things to this G19 specifically to make it easier and uh, smoother to function. Same thing, uh, trigger some trigger work, extended slide release, uh, this also has a bullhorn to grab onto, and then um, the barrel is a different barrel for a few personal reasons. And then I've also added a flashlight attachment to this in case I find myself in low light scenarios so I can still be effective with this platform um, should the lights be out, basically. Now, this being a larger platform, the magazine is double stacked. This is a true double stack magazine. And technically, this is a Glock 17 magazine. Uh, uh, Glock 19 magazine being double stack carries 15 rounds, similar pretty much in round capacity to the shield arm magazines created for the Glock 43 um, by the company Shield Arms, not by Glock. Uh, so a double stacked G19 magazine carries 15 rounds. This is a Glock 17 magazine, so it actually carries 17 rounds. And the reason why I do that is because I also have a couple of 17s in different locations, and it's easier for me to just have 17 magazines because the 17 magazines can go into the Glock 19, but the Glock 19 magazines will not fit in the Glock 17 magazines because they're not long enough to fit up into that magwell. Um, this also has obviously a longer barrel length than a G43, so I'm going to get the full uh, distance and minimized bullet drop. Um, I'm basically gonna be able to use the nine millimeter powder to its full extent out of this. And being a heavier firearm, especially that I have a light on it and some different work done, uh, I think I have a tungsten spring in here actually, so that adds a little extra weight to the front. This is going to snap uh, minimally 
uh, almost not at all compared to my other firearms, which are a lot lighter. And so that extra weight really helps me to control it. And the better I can control it, the faster I can put accurate rounds down range. And so really, this is a great uh, shit hit the fan uh, concealed carry that I have. And I carry this if I, like I said, if I ever find myself in a location where I find that I'm, I'd, I'd be at high risk for whatever reason that may be. So this is the obviously the largest platform that I every day carry. Um, should, should I so choose my final piece for my everyday carry kit is actually a knife. Um, and there's two reasons why it's a knife. Uh, one for the utility of it. Obviously it's always nice to have a, a sharp object, a knife on you because in case you need to cut zip ties or get into tricky packages, with that stupid bomb proof wrapping. It's like no reason for that. And other things that you might need to cut. And then part two, obviously, if you need to use it defensively, if you're in close quarters combat, uh, I'd much prefer to be utilizing something like this if I'm that close quarters uh, versus a firearm. And there are a lot of very technical reasons for that. But I, at, you know, a two-foot range, you know, even uh, 10, 10 feet, 15 feet rushing range, I am far more lethal with a knife than I am with a firearm. And there is just this, this does not run out of ammo and I don't have to insert magazines into this. Uh, worst case scenario, this gets dull or it breaks. Um, it is 440 steel, so it's nothing crazy uh, and it will get dull, but luckily 440 steel Although being softer is, um, you know, easy to dull, but it's easy to sharpen as well. So I sharpen this pretty consistently um, if I ever use it in a scenario where it might dull it. Um, and it's very nice uh, just to be able to, you know, have this on me. Um, and the biggest reason why I like this one specifically, there are, you know, tens of thousands of knives out, out there, obviously, and to each their own. But the reason why I chose this specific one is because of these finger grooves in here and this uh, hand stop right here. So a lot of knives that people like to carry are very flat backed. Um, they're kind of like this, but on both sides. And the problem with that is if, if my hands were ever to get arterial blood on them or um, you know, any type of oil or liquid in general, you know, even just water, anything that might decrease the grippability of my hand. Um, if I'm going to stab something that is harder, or if I hit something that is harder, my hand on a flat blade with uh, less than prime grip uh, does have a high likelihood of actually sliding up the, the shaft of the knife and over the blade itself. So, uh, that puts me at a high risk of actually cutting my own myself, my own hand. Um, so that's why I love to carry knives that have deep grooves. So there's a groove for each finger in there. And then there's a big stop right in front of there. I would have to have just the most awkward and loose grip on this thing. E you know, even with liquid, if I was going to slide up on it. You know, with liquid, this is still going to stop me. This gives me something really deep and uh, palpable to grab. And, you know, if I have to use a stabbing motion or force of any kind for any reason, 
this is going to be something very easy for me to utilize and hold on to, especially if it's repetitive stabbing motions. Um, some other small features of the knives, like most knives, it has a little pocket clip so I can easily just toss in my pocket. Uh, it's got a little um, s speed release for the blade. This isn't like spring loaded or anything. Uh, all it allows me to do is if I just push that down and then add a little flick motion, it brings out the blade just a little bit faster. That's kind of nice. You know, it also has the, the, the uh, standouts on the blade itself. So if I wanted to use a, uh, a single finger of my thumb to push it out, I can do that. Um, but it's, it's a nothing crazy knife. Um, it also has a, uh, a glass breaker on the bottom, so that could be useful, uh, possibly in certain situations. But it's, it's like I said, it, I, I like it for its grippability and the fact that you know, just having something sharp on you is nice for its utility aspects in case I have to open stuff. I'm constantly opening stuff, especially for work. Um, so that's nice. I've carried this for me for a long time. I love it and it works really well for the the uses that i need it for so and like i said it was like 50 bucks off amazon browning uh what's the exact name black label tactical blades this one is stone cold 11 11 3bl uh, it's a tanto edge um versus a spear edge i like that um but yeah, so that's the that's the final piece to my everyday carry kit, um, with my concealed carry weapons, and just being able to utilize this as well. It's like I said, it's it's a, it's a good setup. It's a setup that I like, and that's what's most important about it. I know the setup very well. I'm very proficient with it. I practice with all three firearm platforms. Uh, I do knife work and whatnot. I, I know these things uh, like the back of my hand with my eyes closed. I can still be proficient with everything. And that's what a lot of people get hung up on. They try too hard to prepare for every situation scenario that they might come across or that they can think up of. And really, that's impossible. You can't prepare for every situation that might come about because there's just too much shit that could happen. Um and I know some people go, you know, a little, f a lot further than this, obviously, you know, there, there's guys out there that'll carry, uh, so many magazines that they have at least, you know, a uh, hundred plus rounds just in handgun magazines on their person. You know, they'll carry tourniquets and little mini med kits in their pockets and everything. And that's all right. But do they really do that every day? Probably not. Um, this is a kit that's basic enough that it will give me the edge in your, your, your normal shit hit the fan type situations. It'll give me the edge that I need to be able to help myself or loved ones. Um, and that's really what's most important. I'm proficient with it. I can practice with all of it. And I mean, that's, that's what it really boils down to for the average person. I think that's what most people should focus on. Um, it's like I said, it's, you know, get a caliber that you like that you can practice with continuously, get a platform that you like that you can practice with continuously, that you can become proficient with and and make that your everyday carry situation, you know, uh, kit solution. So I'm not the type of guy that's going to come out here and tell you what exactly to get, you know, when you need to get it, how many times you need to practice with it. No, 
you go figure out your own solution because every individual is in fact individual and their kits will probably be tailored to their lifestyles and how they practice and train. So um, speaking of which, if if anything in this past discussion has piqued your interest in either the gun world or even the knife world and you would like more training or you would like to get a CCW permit um, or move further down the line than you think you currently are, um, I've had him on my podcast before, Bo Dobzinski, who owns Defensive Mindset Training in New Hope, Minnesota. Look him up. Give him a call. His classes are phenomenal. He's hands down one of the best uh, firearms instructors in the state of Minnesota, I believe, and possibly in the U.S., I also believe. So, um, you know, big praise. But really, if you've worked with him before, you'll understand why I can give him that big of praise um, publicly. So if you need help, he's the guy to go to, hands down. Uh, other than that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, it's, it's a little shorter with my everyday carry kit. These are just some of the things that I have and that I like to use and, and uh, practice with and carry. Um, this, you know, this is tailored for me, and I, I like this setup, and it works well for the things that I do. Um, you know, what, what kind of setup do you guys like to use? Uh, feel free to hit me up or text me, or if you have questions or comments or, you know, want to tell me about your kits, that's awesome. Feel free to shoot me an email or comment on the YouTube page or uh, leave a comment on the Thought Goblin website. Um, other than that, my next podcast is something that's pretty cool. I've been talking with a buddy of mine about this for a little while now. Uh, because things have been delayed we haven't been able to get to it obviously because i needed to do this first but the next podcast i'm going to be having a friend of mine chris johnston who owns uh, johnston martineau uh, law firm so he's a lawyer but he's actually working on something a little bit different that's that's cool and it's new and it's entirely his so it's i it's never been done before but he's basically creating a zone of ethics called astroethics. Um, he's a very intelligent guy, and he is kind of writing up this as he goes along with it, and it's uh, it's really interesting. So, if any of my viewers out there are actually fans of like uh, aliens or things, you know, outer space related, you know, what the future holds, stuff like that. That podcast is actually going to be, I think, something pretty interesting for you. This isn't obviously ancient aliens, and I'm not going to have a lot of the uh, the big alien guys on here, at least not yet. Um, but this is something really cool that uh, I found very interesting, and I have begged Chris to come on to the podcast sometime and, and talk more about it with me. So he's agreed to do that, um, and it, it, it should be fun. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this um, and my nasally nose. The allergies has definitely been catching up to me. So uh, other than that, I hope you have a great day. Feel free to subscribe, pay attention to the website or to the webpage. Um, I'm on Spotify and Apple and uh, Anchor, uh, pretty much any podcast platform. I'm on it as well as my YouTube page. So uh, feel free to pay attention to those or subscribe to those for the upcoming episodes. Thank you and have a great day, guys.